motivational stories in your feed you can follow me right now on social media at Matteo Grosso coach today's episode is all about public speaking and I have 10 practical tips to become an effective communicator public speaking also called oratory or oration has traditionally meant the act of speaking face to face to a live audience but in my opinion every time you try to make a point at work at home in front of people you are public speaking, hence the importance of mastering the art of public speaking. Let's jump right into it. I want to make sure that these 10 tips are extremely valuable. These are part of a communication training I'm building for a client and uh, it's exciting because these 10 tips for sure, I thought, why not sharing something? Why not sharing something with the broader audience? And uh, I'm a deep believer that these 10 tips will change your perspective on public speaking okay so number one learn to introduce yourself without praising yourself the first moments when you speak with someone okay a friend whoever are crucial for a good communication to be fostered to be set up so imagine what happens if you start praising yourself. It gets very boring, right? People are like, oh my God, this guy is talking so much about himself, etc. So you don't want to do that. If possible, if possible, you want someone else to introduce you, if possible, because people tend to appreciate the perspective of a third party more than yourself, okay? But if that is not possible, you have to try to not look cocky. So you can say something like, I'm not as arrogant as to think that everyone knows who the hell I am and what I've done in my life. So here is a little bit what I've been doing since uh, in the last five years. So that is a helpful way to start the conversation. And then you say whatever you want to say. You say, yes, I, I was managing this company. I'm a frequent uh, public speaker, I'm a frequent guest of national radio, national television, speaking events. Uh, um, I'm an entrepreneur. This is what I've done for the world, uh, um, investing in social impact projects. Uh, whatever you think will be helpful for the audience to say, oh, wow, actually, this person seems like an expert on the topic and they want to listen to you more. Okay, but not don't just praise yourself because the first really 30 seconds are the most important ones in a conversation. So you don't want to just go there and rant for like five, 10 minutes about how amazing you are. Show them how amazing you are. Okay. Demonstrate how amazing you are. Don't tell them how amazing you are. Okay. Number two, find your metaphorical voice. Any public speaking should start with the metaphorical voice strongly connected with your why and your purpose. Why are you getting on stage in the first place? Never be afraid of speaking the truth. 
when we lose the metaphorical voice, we lose the physical voice as well. This is the interesting part. If you do not have a strong metaphorical voice, a desire that goes beyond the simple public speaking, your physical voice, the energy that emanates from your body, will be weak. And it is very easy to spot a speaker who is suppressing his metaphorical voice. They just stand there, they do not use their body and the space. They speak, they enunciate sentences, but no one can really connect with them. In a nutshell, it seems that the speaker is not alive, guys. So, on the contrary, when uh, you are excited to speak the truth, when you're purposeful, the audience will feel your energy and positive vibes and connect with you at a deeper level. Okay, so you must know exactly why you are there on stage. And very important, people remember how you make them feel, not what you tell them. Therefore, make sure you leave them with good energy. That's very, very important. Okay. Number three, this is so important, guys. Don't be vanilla. So what, who are vanilla speakers? Vanilla speakers are afraid of taking a stand. They try to please every listener and they end up pleasing none. To the eyes of the audience, if you say, this is true, but this is also true. Oh yeah, but that's also true, good point. It looks like you haven't got any opinion. Therefore, remember, strong opinions are the most entertaining. Of course, you can change your opinion over time. Um, I did some public speaking in uh, 2015, for instance, around the world. And uh, my opinion has changed. When I listen to myself, I'm like, oh, actually, my opinion is different today than it was in 2015. However, in 2015, I was sure that was the best opinion, right? And in 2020, now I'm sure in 2021, I'm sure this is the best opinion. In 2020, in 2030, you will have different opinions. And it is not a problem because changing your mind is a sign of intelligence. However, do not change your mind while you deliver your speech. When you deliver your speech, you take a stand and you explain why with the information you have at the moment, you think that is the most accurate analysis. Okay. Number four, do not use slides whenever possible. Our imagination is expansive while slides and pictures are very reductive. For instance, let's say that I show you a picture of my grandmother and then I start talking about her. Anytime I reference her, you will have this picture in mind. On the contrary, let's say I describe her to you. You will imagine what my grandma looks like. You will make your own mind and connected with images of old ladies and spark your imagination. My story becomes part of your story. And this is incredibly powerful because you will remember it. Effective communication is a little bit like getting people's heads. It, it is magical. So make sure that you use um, imagination. And this brings me to point five, learn to become a powerful storyteller. We have an entire episode if you listen to it. Being a storyteller gives you a powerful position to share your message. 
The reason why storytelling is vital is firstly that you want to be a memorable, engaging speaker and people remember what they feel. So if you are vanilla, and we said it before, and you sit on the fence, people will not remember what you said. You will be one of the speakers and no one wants that. But if you ask anyone at speaking events, what was your favorite part? 90% of the people will tell you, oh, the story, the story was my favorite part because the story gave them emotions, okay? So the reason why storytelling is powerful is because human brains are wired to make narratives. Millions of years ago, when writing did not exist yet, our ancestors would gather around the fire and tell stories. And these stories carried precious um, teachings. And this is how us humans learned and kept our culture alive. So whenever you tell a story, our brain is like, oh, wait, wait, this is important. I have to listen to this. Okay. Number six, learn to overcome stage anxiety. How to do that? Everyone has, first of all, let me um, tell you a secret. Everyone has stage anxiety, even the best speakers. Because, of course, when you're live, I was live in radio like a few days ago. Of course, you're a bit, a little bit anxious because you never know exactly what is going to happen when you're live. When you're at the speaking event, I remember I was in China. I was representing the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, um, the Italian Ministry, of course, in Foreign Affairs in China. Of course, you never know exactly what happens when you're live. You don't know. You just don't know it. But this is the story of everyone who has ever been on stage. A performer like a music artist has stage anxiety. Everyone has stage anxiety, okay? So how do you overcome it? Number one, find your inner voice. We said it before. Why are you speaking? Why are you so passionate about speaking? Number two, preparation and iteration. You shall present it in your sleep, okay? You should present it in your sleep. It should be super easy. Number three, understand neuroscience and how the brain is wired. You have heard me mention Amy Cuddy's TED talk on power poses. Power poses reduce the cortisol levels, the stress hormone, before you get on stage and increase performance hormones such as testosterone. Number four, do not run your presentation 15 minutes to an hour before you get on stage. This is a mistake we all made in school when we read through the notes before the test started. But when you do that, and this is the mind-blowing part in my opinion, when you do that, when you rehearse your presentation just before an event, you are sending a message to your subconscious that you're not prepared. And this is dangerous, guys. You never want to do that. You have to send a message and say, I am, pre I am prepared. I prepared two days ago, three days ago. I know this thing. Okay. The crazy thing is that in most of the cases, you are prepared. But when you read it over and over and over, you start feeling anxious. You freak out and you are even more nervous. Okay. So relaxation time is important before any important speaking engagement. And the solution is visualization. Rather than repeating just the knowledge, visualize yourself on stage. Feel it. Imagine 
you standing in front of people and engaging the audience. Imagine people asking questions and you knowing what to answer with confidence because you are prepared, you are resourceful. Imagine everyone clapping their hands. Visualize it and then go get it. So point six is all about overcoming stage anxiety. You want to be prepared and you want to visualize yourself. Number seven, there is no such thing as being too prepared. This is very important. People are like, are you too afraid of being too prepared? What? What, the, what does it mean being too prepared? I do not believe you can ever be prepared enough when it comes to public speaking. Um, there is a great speaker, Simone Hang. She says the same thing and I completely agree with her. You need to be so prepared that you can wash the dishes while you rehearse your speech. This is how you sound natural. Unfortunately, some people think that if they prepare less, they will sound more natural. But that's stupid. <laughs> Lack of preparation kills so many speaking opportunities. Okay, so you want to be prepared. It is not that the more prepared you are, the less natural you sound. Of course, a speech should never seem artificial. You need to understand the right way of building it. Most of the people I see write down the speech and then try to memorize it. But that's the wrong way to go about it because the way we speak and the way we write are completely different, my friends. If you want to be effective, you must write down the keywords, then register yourself on the phone and finally get the transcription. In communication, I teach clients to remtene verba sequentur, grasp the subject, the words will follow, as Marcus Porcius Cato used to say. Educate yourself and you will see the right words come with this. So if you write a speech and try memorizing it, you will fail at memorizing it. I just want to reiterate re this point. You will fail at memorizing because of how you speak. We write it in a very formal way, but we do not speak in the same way. If you try to read it, then yes, it will sound like a robot. That sounds artificial. So you don't want to read a speech ever. And of course, please remember, slides are there to aid the presentation. They're not there to be read, to replace the presentation. Some people just read what, whatever is on the slides, but that's a mistake. If you have to read what is on the slides, you have too much on the slides. You should just have a few bullet points, just one or two things, the, the key things that you want to remember, right? Remtene, in order to have verba sequentur, in order to make sure that then you remember what you want to say next. Number eight, understand why when you need to present, your mind goes blank. It can happen. Sometimes it can happen that our mind goes blank right before the presentation or in the middle of it. And this happens because our body finds itself in a situation of stress and discomfort. And the vagus nerve, just right be, uh, behind our neck, on our neck, triggers the fight or flight mode. Imagine this situation. You are a caveman and you're hunting. A saber-toothed tiger appears 10 meters from you. In that moment, would you remember what you ate for breakfast? Of course not, right? Of course you don't remember. 
Why don't you remember what you ate for breakfast if you're going to die? Because our body is designed to survive. When we had to run away, our body would cut off any energy that is not needed to survive, including our short-term memory. This is why, by the way, here is a curiosity. People who experience a car accident or a traumatic situation cannot remember what happened. It's exactly for this reason. And the same process might happen from time to time when you go blank on stage. And uh, it is said because, of course, we are not in danger. But our mind reads the situation as if we were in danger. And go, we go blank. So how to fix this? Make sure you relax. Breathe. You get off this phase before the meeting or the presentation. So breathing and visualization are a huge, huge, huge help. Okay? Number nine, use emotions and hooks to connect with the audience. Another powerful tool to connect with the audience is the use of emotions. Of course, never become so emotional that people cannot understand your message. Okay, so don't start crying on, crying on stage if possible. Best thing would be, for instance, to have watery eyes, but not to cry. However, people fall in love with the emotions and you want to use that to your advantage. Okay, so don't cry if, if you can, don't cry, avoid crying, but make sure you use emotions because people connect with emotions. If you cannot hold the tears, I mean, that's okay. It is best to feel some emotion than standing there unmoved, that for sure. And remember, another very important thing, you want to use hooks to spark attention. Did you know that the average human attention is eight seconds? Eight seconds. One second more than a goldfish. Can you imagine that? And so, of course, when you public speak, you will lose people. So how do, what do you do when you lose people? How do you get them back? Try to send them hooks they can connect with. As it happened in Game of Thrones, da, 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 might be a good one, right? Because people, many people have watched Game of Thrones. So when you mention Game of Thrones, people are like, oh, well, what is he saying about Game of Thrones? I want to know. And here is, you get the attention back. And number 10, finally, do not be afraid of being judged for your accent and your content. First of all, why shouldn't you rejoice because you are bilingual if like me that's in, that is incredible guys i speak two languages fluently italian english of course french almost fluently i have some portuguese and spanish it's a pride not being able to speak perfect english so never worry about your accent and the second people are worried about their content right a big truth bomb okay is that people are not interested in you they're interested in what you're going to say and in the value you can provide as a speaker. They don't care about you. You are the messenger. As a speaker, you shall never take things personally because you are the conduit. You are the messenger of the message. There, there might be many things 
you are self-conscious about. For instance, let's say you are short. When you get on stage and a random person laughs, you could immediately think, here we go. They're laughing at me because I'm short. I knew that. I knew that. I hate this. But that's just the story you are telling yourself that the person is laughing because you're short. But their reality might be totally different. Maybe that person was laughing because their friend sitting next to them made a joke, made a funny joke. Right? So don't worry because the audience does not care about your height, social status, ethnicity, clothing style. They care about you not wasting their time. So before you go on stage, do power poses, stretch, eat honey. Remind yourself you are there to service people and add value to their lives. That's it. I hope this episode was interesting, guys. I love public speaking and I hope I will have the occasion, the chance to do more and more in the future. That's what I've got for today's episode. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you know and love. And if you could share it in your Instagram stories and tag me Mato Grosso Coach, it would be amazing. The only way we grow and impact more people is if you guys share it. So I greatly, greatly appreciate all of you. We'll do it. Make your life a masterpiece. See you next week. I appreciate you. And I hope you have an amazing day. Oh, 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 oh,